0: Welcome to As Seen on Internet, episode 6, recorded May 13th, 2015. The show that brings you the tech news you need to know, as well as the most amazing internet we could find. I am your host, Ben Foster, and with me, as always, is... Amit Wadera. Amit, buddy, it's been a long time. I know, it's been like, what, three weeks? Uh, four, <laughs> four weeks, <laughs> maybe? Uh, longer than that. Hopefully <laughs> there's somebody... Won't point it out to us, but it's been a long time for good reasons. Uh, it's because we've been quite busy. So I should probably start by saying, uh, Amit and I are both employees of Ketchum, and uh, the opinions on the show don't necessarily represent the opinions of our employers. And one thing Ketchum does that's really amazing for their employees is for our top performers, we have a program called Global Scholars, where you can go out and see other offices around the world and really make a different uh, difference in those offices and uh, with some of the client teams there. And Amit, uh, you were fortunate enough to be selected. I was so happy when this came out. And Amit, <laughs> you've been in Europe, man. Uh, what have you been doing over there? Yeah, they, they called it the
1: capital hopping trip. Um, <laughs> uh, kind of different than some of the other global scholar programs um, that, that usually only get to visit one area or one city. Uh, I was lucky enough to visit three cities in Europe, um, London, Paris, and Berlin. Nice. And uh, my role out there was really to kind of talk a little bit about StoryWorks and, you know, some of the things that we've been doing in this office and really, um, you know, teaching and explaining how we built StoryWorks here and how they could roll it out um, in in Europe as well. So it was a really awesome experience, great cultural opportunity to learn, you know, how each office is approaching digital, yeah, um, and really comparing it to how we do it in our office. Yeah. It was really cool.
0: What do you? What are the? What are the hot platforms? What are the? I wonder if it's uh, the brands different over there. The brands we always talk about here. What are the? What are the hot platforms? The hot things people are talking
1: yeah, about. Yeah, each office was a little bit different. Um, like London, for example, you know, very similar to kind of the the, the states. Yep. Um, but I would say that they have a bit more of a focus in healthcare and B two B. Yep. Um, And then in Berlin, um, there's a big focus on kind of the government or um, quasi-government industries like Deutsche Bahn, uh, which is like their train service over there. One of Ketchum's
0: clients over there. Yeah,
1: Ketchum's clients over there. So, you know, it almost seemed like every single person I met was saying, oh, yeah, I work on Deutsche Bahn. I work on Deutsche Bahn. And like they work on it 100 percent because – uh, it was really interesting to see, you know, it, here we have kind of a PR only bent with yeah. with some of our clients, and and over there, especially like on Deutsche Mon, for many projects, they act as a full service. Ad agency, oh, cool. creative, yeah. PR, you know, everything. So it was really interesting to see, um, you know, that the we have just the exact same talent yeah. um, that can do, you know, a full service agency. That's awesome. That was really cool to what see. What kind of
0: projects were they working on there? You had, you had a story I remember you were telling some people about. One of the things Deutsche Bahn was doing.
1: Yeah, there was a couple of couple of really cool things. Um the, the Deutsche Bahn, they created this content portal yep. for teens. Um and, and they were asked to share photos um, uh, of their their trips and their experiences yep. riding on Deutsche Bahn and how Deutsche Bahn could make, you know, their their trips and their experiences a reality. Um, and, and Deutsche Bahn struggles with kind of a perception issue yep. uh, in Germany of, of people you know, don't see them as reliable. So that was one perception that they wanted to change. And so they asked people to submit photos of their experience traveling and at their destination. Um, so they created this content portal site um, that, that displayed all of these images through Instagram. And what they ended up doing, though, which was really cool, they actually took professional photo. They found each one of these individuals that submitted it. Yeah. Uh, and then they took a professional photo with them. Oh, cool. And then they actually turned it into a hardbound book. Nice. So I actually, I, they gave me a copy of the book <laughs> and they sell the book yeah. in a bookstore. So it actually turned into a revenue generating opportunity for them as well.
0: That's awesome. It was really cool to see how it, you know, all yeah. comes 360. Yeah. So it was Instagram photos that were being put in. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Like Kim Kardashian's selfie book. Or yeah, something. basically. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome.
1: What about you? what's uh, What's been keeping you oct- occupied while I've I was been, gone? We
0: have uh, – my my son is getting ready to start kindergarten, so we are we are trying to find the great school for him. And I, th- I think we got it narrowed down. And in the process of that, we need to sell our house. And so we've been doing all this stuff to kind of get it up and ready to go. And remember, a, a couple shows ago, maybe it was last show, we talked about Amazon Home Services. Yeah, Amazon yeah. Home Services was the um, – the thing that would let you go to Amazon to install lights or to install a right. dishwasher. Amazon realizing that if they want to sell some of these bigger ticket items, uh, they're going to have to do uh, uh, that type of stuff on top of it. So I thought, hey, what the heck, I'll, I'll give it a try. And so I went on there. We had a couple of lights that needed replacing in, in our kitchen. And so we got on there to do it. Uh, I think it was like $185 was the fixed fee for it. So I thought, yeah, you okay. know, why not? the person who was installing it for me, it was his first time ever doing this too. So we kind of had, he showed up and we're like, I I don't know. Not installing a light though. No, no, no. (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) I just thought, why not? Just go, just go all in on it. Uh, not first time installing light. First time actually doing the, um, the, uh, physical or uh, Amazon, the Amazon home thing, service. Yeah. Right. So what we did was, um, he, he got out there and he didn't, you know, we didn't know what buttons to press. It turns out there was a couple of things going wrong. So I, you know, I didn't talk to this guy to ask if I could, I could plug him. I totally would, if I could, it was absolutely great. If anyone needs a, a great contractor in Chicago, let me know. And I'll recommend him. This guy was so cool. It went probably about three hours and he's like, you know, you know, I'm just kind of doing this," he said very specifically. He's doing this to drum up new business leads. Hmm. Like this was like his whole intent of using this was to reach people he couldn't normally get, and then kind of become a person for life. So okay. if we go into a new place and we need to, you know, rehab it or whatever, I'm calling this guy right, right away, right away. It was absolutely fantastic. So he said, you know, probably went two hours longer than it would have normally had, but now he's got somebody for life, and this okay. guy he was so great. Um, it, it was a really really cool thing. That's all so
1: like. you paid through Amazon though, yeah. right? Yeah. And then did he say
0: like? You know, how much of that say. he was getting? No, he did say, like, he did give me what it would have been for him to come out and then hourly race from there, which was if he were out for just that one hour, uh, which he wasn't, um, it was a thing. So it was kind of, for me as a consumer, it was nice because he could have been out there for a couple more hours. For him, it was probably tough, but he also looked at it as almost like a new business investment yeah, where, where he's going to want to do this uh, more in the future. So
1: Did you leave a review?
0: I did five nice. stars. Man, cool. this, guy, this guy was great. I, I left. It, it's funny though. I want to use them again, but I'm not going to use them through Amazon. I got his card. Right, I'm just going to go. Interesting, go off interesting. That it. Yeah, it was cool. Also been busy uh, teaching at, at DePaul University or adjunct professor down there. And uh, a great group. I got undergraduates uh, this quarter. Great, great group of kids uh, learning all about social and digital media strategy. First day of class, we went around and I asked each of them, "May, what is your favorite platform?" And kind of what do you what what do you like to see brands what do you like to see companies doing on there? So number one, uh, I got the for the whole thing the cheat sheet is there for you in the notes. But uh, number one was I don't know surprisingly not surprisingly Instagram. Number two was Twitter. Wow, I'm surprised Twitter right? was number two. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to think how would I answer this, and I, I think I would say Twitter. I don't know. I might say Facebook. Right. But it would, the question was just you know what is your number one platform? I didn't put any qualifications sure. on it. Sure. Uh, So seven of them said Instagram was number one. Five of them said Twitter was number one. And then one person each said Facebook and finally Snapchat. So it was really, really cool. And they said it for different reasons. The Instagram one I get because it was friends. Uh, The people who said Twitter typically answered for it uh, because it was news. Mm. The other cool question I said was, uh, what do you like to see brands and companies do? And, you know, throughout the class, we took a look at content strategy, all the different platforms, and learned a lot of case studies. And this was before they had a single case study. And every single one of them said they liked to see like spokespeople or characters okay. or something kind of like almost, almost not, not human, they're human because they're fictional people, right. but you know, like a, a spokesperson, like the spokesperson you see you, people use all the time, but they were all really, really kind of in love with that. So it's been a really, really cool course. Um, had a lot of creativity and stuff. You know, people that just blow your mind uh, with with some of the creativity. So future looks bright for the for the next generation <laughs> of them. So let's move on to the next segment. Um, talk about some of the most amazing internet you've seen. It's been a month, and gosh, for me, Product Hunt has just been killing it. In fact, <laughs> we got to give Product Hunt a plug here for for all our colleagues around the world. Product Hunt is how would you describe it? It's
1: basically like a newsletter, yeah, a subscription list, and it's so simple. You just put your your email in, and then every day you get an email from Product Hunt yep. on the best new products that they're finding. Yep. That is basically crowdsourced. You know, upvoting, downvoting through the community—that's yeah. the best part. Yeah, it's not just some editor's pick of yeah. you know what's popular. It's yeah. the community, and it's kind of taking the the Reddit approach to telling yeah. you curating yeah. the the best products.
0: It was really clever how they set up the product. Not everyone can submit, so what you get is you don't get the people kind of spamming their new startup. You kind of have to be an influencer or something, and it's people submitting new technology all the time. So I even, I even took it a step further. I'm all about little life hacks you can do on your web browsing behavior. So instead of going to Facebook.com, I go to a list of marketing and technology news on my browser. Instead nice. of going to Twitter.com, I go to a very curated list. It's all about kind of tricking your brain. So I actually installed, I'm, I'm showing it here, I installed the Product Hunt extension for Chrome. And what this does is, whenever I open up a new tab in Chrome, I have right there all the all the great hunts of the day. Nice. And so, some of the things that are on there, there's a tool for creating instant articles, fast interactive articles on Facebook. There's one the other day. Uh, Marvel Comics released an API. Really? Like, where you could, or you could use, you can use the API to tap into like the the Marvel um, universe. Con- yeah, 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 that's yeah. so
1: cool. <laughs> so there's,
0: oh, there's another cool one on here. It's do-it-yourself camps, online camps for kids, and every <laughs> single day. There's these new ideas that come up there. So it's absolutely. You know, it's been around for a while. It's where we get a lot of these ideas and got to let uh, colleagues know about that. Producthunt.com. What was the most amazing internet uh, you, you've seen the past couple of weeks of it?
1: Well, this was I think a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago um, in in the in the states. Um, the NBA playoffs. So global now. I know I'm so global. <laughs> I have to realize that this is going everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the NBA playoffs are kind of right in the in the thick of things. Go bulls, um, go bulls! Definitely, it was a tough tough loss yesterday. <laughs> um, but uh, the 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 guys on TNT, Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, you know they have a great time. If if you've ever watched that show, you know their interaction is kind of what makes their basketball commentary yeah. you know amazing yeah. and and they play pla- practical jokes on each other all the time and so uh, they were asking Shaquille O'Neal to go like analyze a play and huh. he got up and they like tied his shoes <laughs> to the chair and basically tripped and fell and if Shaq falls I mean it makes a noise he like <laughs> broke like three pieces of of uh tv equipment and you know the that was hilarious because they they did it on live yeah. tv and then there were so many memes yeah. that came out about that you know afterwards a ton of brands were yeah. jumping on it so it was really cool just to see i know poor guy but he you know what he took it really well yeah. and he joked along with it he actually said he would give 500 to the best meme out there oh nice um,
0: so that was really cool he had a lot of fun with it too that's awesome what about you what'd you see so first of all i'm seeing all these new things i got it out right here i got a new phone new phone day it's one of the highlights of <laughs> My every eighteen to twenty-four months. What'd you get? I got the Galaxy S6 Edge, and nice. so you can see I'm holding up here. The, the big news on the S6 Edge, you see that little it's curved, it's curved at the side, and it's nice. Yeah. There's all my top contacts: my wife, cool. uh, a couple of my buddies, my mom, and my dad, all kind of sitting right up there. This thing has been the greatest phone really? I, I've I've had in a while. Yeah, better it, than the Nexus. Yes, they've they've like you know the problem that I personally just because of the way I use technology with Samsung had was their. Touch whiz that they had to put on there. And I just like it. Stock clean Google, but they've really pared it down. And this is my favorite thing was that fi- you saw that the fingerprint sensor mm-hmm. um just has it, it just works so incredibly yeah. well. So incredibly well to to kind of go on there. So just like the customization stuff you can do. The screen is gorgeous. Uh, looks really it looks really fast. Yeah, it's, it's super fast. Finally, I have a camera phone that keeps up with um you you Apple users. It's like actually <laughs> a decent enough camera phone, uh, but been Uh, Absolutely loving it. So one of the coolest things I saw today is, uh, and this was on Product Hunt, it's called Purple Delivery. What's that? Purple Delivery is gas for your car when you need it. Interesting. So you put an app on your phone and you need gas and you hit the button, it geolocates you. Somebody brings you a tank of gas. It's like Uber right. for gas. It's, it's, everything is Uber for something, right? <laughs> Uber, like Uber or Tinder for whatever. right? So yeah, yeah this is Uber for gas, and uh, so yeah, this. So it's it's one of those things. I don't know if I'll ever use it, but I'm installing it. Like, no, I would have
1: needed it last winter on Chris, Christmas Eve. On Christmas I Was Eve. driving to my mother in law's yeah. or to, to my wife's parents' house, and um, this is the first time in my life I ran out of gas, oh, <laughs> and I thought like my car was like yeah. breaking down because I had never run out of gas before. Yeah. Was she with you and your. Car? No, she wasn't. Oh, okay. I was alone, um, and I definitely needed it. I had yeah. to call my parents oh, to man. come out, and they laughed at me really hard. But yeah. it would have been nice to have that. Yeah,
0: it's it's a really it's something I don't know if I'll ever use. But it's gonna get a precious spot on my app drawer because I just want it on there. I don't want to get stuck. Yeah. Another thing I saw that was really cool. It's called Curvytron. Uh, what this is is a browser-based game, uh, so you can play it right in your browser, and it lets a ton of people play like the Tron life cycles, mm-hmm. yeah, light cycles. Remember from yep. the movie Tron? Yep. So it lets all these people, and they all kind of log in at once, and then you're just on the screen from people all over the world. And it can support. I think we had, like, something, 16, 20 people doing it. And it was just, it's just crazy to see. I like it because it was such a technical achievement to do something browser-based that had very little lag mm. that you could just play. Uh, it's kind of, it reminded me
1: of, um, remember that, that game on old-school computer Snake?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it reminded yeah, me of, had, like,
1: a social online yeah. version of Snake.
0: So, so pretty much all my amazing internets are about Snake, right? Because <laughs> we had that Nokia one a couple weeks ago. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, great. Awesome. Well,
1: getting on to some of the more, uh, the, the heavier items uh, of the week, yeah. um, Facebook came out with their Q1 results. Yes.
0: Um, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Facebook's uh, released their quarter one results. I'll run through some of the statistics here, and then we'll we'll kind of talk about it, what it means. The one thing, you know, they everybody throws around these percent increases, and I think what's so amazing about it is not only were the percent increases great, but they're great on billions of people. Like, right. they're they're big numbers on top of big numbers. So daily active users, people who use it in any given day, about 936 million uh, increase to 17%. Mobile daily active users, about 800 million for wow. an increase of 31%. So. If you look at those two numbers, uh, total daily is at 930 versus mobiles at, at 800. What's that? Almost like eight ninths. Facebook L- is all mobile now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at least, a, at least you're like multi-platform doing it. Monthly active users at about 1.44 billion. Uh, so this is people who logged on at, at any time given during the month. Uh, increase at 13%. Let's look at this number, 936 daily versus 1.44 billion monthly. Like the amount of people who have an account. It's almost like, what, five-sevenths? About five-sevenths of the people who have an account are on it every single day, which is just absolutely insane. Um, so mobile monthly active users were about 1.25 billion. So, again, the same kind of ratio between those two things. That increased to 24-4. So it, it, it's it's growing. Uh, I, there's that chart I always show when, when people – how many times have we threatened to quit Facebook? <laughs> going back to going back to the days when, like, your mom was going to get on it because you didn't have to have a .edu address anymore. You're not – like, people just don't want to quit this. It, it goes, and the, the bigger it gets, the stronger it gets. The better it gets at serving you up content, right. which we'll, we'll get to in a second, What's great. What's also interesting is that it wasn't kind of I don't know if they're releasing this separately or what when they just talk about some of their ancillary services like WhatsApp and Messenger and Instagram but WhatsApp uh in, in a separate story was up to about 800 million up about 100 million since January Uh, And then Messenger, which is very similar to WhatsApp, but used within there is about $600 on there. So absolutely amazing growth uh, from there. Um, Another thing that was on there was uh, revenue. The revenue was up about 46% year over year. Mobile revenue uh, was about 73% of all advertising revenue going on there. So impressive, impressive stats from Facebook uh, about how they're doing. And let's kind of talk about how they got there. What are are they so good at doing uh, in the products? And this big news today that is just changing the way we all think about content. The big news today was that they're calling, a very clever name, I add, <laughs> Facebook Instant Articles. Facebook yeah. Instant Article. Who doesn't want an instant article? It's a great product, name.
1: Yeah, so they released this, this feature. It's not even a separate application on Facebook. All you need is the latest version of, of the Facebook app. And what it does is that when you click on an article, and, and we talked about this. I, I think in some previous um, podcast, how how links yeah. are getting prioritized yeah. so much more. Um, when you click on an article from one of their line, nine launch partners, you see immediately your your app changes um, into a full screen takeover um, of the article, yeah. and it, you're not being taken to. The publisher's website anymore, you're still staying on Facebook and it's loading extremely fast. Yep. Some of the cool things um, that they're releasing, um, they're also allowing um, video, audio within the article um zoomable images. Oh, nice. So they're really making the article or the, the, the article really rich yeah. um and a great user experience and it's really fast. Yeah. I think that's the key. Um, what what Facebook was finding was that these publishers would not have mobile optimized sites and their their sites would take a long time to load and then people would end up quitting Facebook altogether. Yeah. So this again is an opportunity to keep people on Facebook yeah. um, but still allowing them to to have a an amazing
0: experience yeah. while while reading an article. It's similar to the insight kind of Google had, which is the faster they can make the internet, because they're such dominant players. All these, I mean, we talked about all these numbers. Uh, people that are on there, the more money they can make. Speed, 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 make it right. fast. And uh, it, it's really nice to see them be able to to, to kind of throw their weight along on there. Yeah. The launch partners were interesting. Who who are some of the who are some of the launch yeah, partners? Be, and these, these are people that are giving up. One could say giving up their content, yeah, right, exactly. handing it over to Facebook. Who are, I mean, who are these, these
1: are these are some heavy hitters right here. Yeah. I mean, we have New York Times, National Geographic, yeah. BuzzFeed, NBC, The Atlantic, The Guardian, BBC News, Spiegel, Build. Um, you know, these are these are big, big time publishers. players in in yeah. the publishing world. Um, and then coupled with this, so, you know, a lot of these digital publishers are earning revenue on their own site. So, yep. you know, now they're into more of a revenue sharing model I, 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 with yeah, Facebook.
0: I th- the re- it was, you could either run your own ads on instant articles, or you could use Facebook ads and get a, Facebook would get a cut if you ran their right. ads, right? That was the revenue share model that yeah, was on there? correct, correct. Yeah. One of the other interesting things is kind of what they're they're letting the news companies do... With Facebook's data, Facebook knows all, you know, we've talked about in the past, if you start to type a comment into Facebook and then delete out of it, mm-hmm. that comment's not gone. They're, they're capturing that information and trying to get it. Facebook knows a lot about you. And, and they're saying that some of these news companies are are going to get access to us? Yeah. So they said, you know,
1: Facebook is going to permit the the news companies to collect the data uh, on, you know, who's reading uh, the, the articles, you know, the same tools that they, that they use to track, yeah. you know, who's reading, um, you know, the articles on their own sites as well. Yeah. So, that's awesome. um, ideally these publishers are not losing out on anything. Yeah. Um, you know, otherwise I, I doubt this deal would happen, yeah. but, um, you know, we'll see how this, this actually pans out. It was really interesting to see, you know, Facebook, what was it last year? Um, maybe, maybe about 18 months ago, they released paper. Yeah. Remember paper? And
0: yeah, you know, I, haven't used <laughs> I, I think everyone
1: would say that that was a failed attempt, yeah. but this is kind of, you can see this is the next evolution of yeah. paper. Um, it's interesting. They release, Facebook still releases a bunch of these applications. Um, and, and because of their huge user base, I think they're getting people to try it out. Yep. and then understand well how are people actually using the article yeah. you know the app you know what changes can we bring back yeah. into the main facebook app i yeah. think that's kind of the, their strategy yeah. um you know
0: seeing how they release instant articles yeah that's cool and the the publishers are are huge on facebook right there one can argue that the new york times is more interesting than your typical brand because it's interesting content they're they're in the business of content Facebook knows that that they got to keep people sticky giving them the most interesting content so they made changes to the news feed right before this article right what were some of those changes that they made over to the news feed
1: Yeah so what Facebook is going to try to do is that they're going they're going to ensure that that people are getting the the content that they want to see um, and and they're constantly changing that that algorithm um, so what what the algorithm change uh, recently was, was that um, you're going to start to see more content from your friends um, that that you care about, like yeah. photos and videos, status updates. They're going to be higher up in the news feed if you are friends with them. Yep. So you're yep. going to yep. see less content from brands and publishers, yep. um, which is ironic given the Instant article right, 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 just right. came out. But I think what, what you were seeing probably in the last... I don't know, six months or so, was that you would see tons of articles. I would see maybe hardly any updates yeah. from my friends, but I would see all these articles yeah. um, um, from from publishers.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've curated my news feed down so that it becomes a source of information and yeah. I uh, managed to hide a whole bunch of people on my list. If, if you're listening to this from a link on my Facebook page, I, I didn't hide you probably. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's the, it's the kind of just making it better and better. Have you ever gone to the, the, like, the, the show you who showed up most in your feed? No, I it's it's that. in one of the settings and so I did it just to kind of like just kind of research this how these things are changing and stuff. And this is yeah, keep in mind this is a highly curated thing. I'm very active in hiding people and, and in like, clicking like and all this stuff on there. But I pulled all the ones on there that that is what's been most shown to me. And here are some of the ones for me. The Verge is number 1, which is my favorite tech <laughs> site. Uh, Slate is number 2, Salon is number 3. A uh, couple sports blogs come in at 4th and five. Um Gawker, Mashable, Washington Post. And then the first person comes in. Uh, this is our our European CEO, David Gallagher. He comes in. <laughs> he's surrounded by a bunch of uh, publishers that's on there, but I think he's just such a prolific poster that it shows up all the time. And these other things that go on there. It's its over in the settings um, on, on the right-hand side of Facebook. It, 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 it's in news feed settings, I Interesting. think. Interesting. I'll have to check um, that out. It's crazy just to see who's showing up there. And, and you, I look at this list and like, yep, that's pretty much me. I like technology, pop culture, sports, and I guess David Gallagher. <laughs> but I, I, I kind of like all these things showing up a whole bunch uh, that go on there. And in addition to this, Adweek reported on – there's now a feature where they're kind of – this hasn't happened to me. I look for it every time I load up Facebook. But users are reporting seeing showing up at the top of their box where it's kind of letting you – and I think it's only in mobile, they said. uh, They're letting you pick which pages and friends you want to see atop the news feed. So for a while, there's been notifications. I get get notifications if some of my favorite companies post or some of my certain friends or my mom or my dad or my wife – now it's like kind of pushing that up there, and it's interesting that they're pushing it only on mobile. They really kind of want to optimize that that mobile experience on there, so you can start selecting that and opting in on it. And they're making it a push rather than a setting you have to uh, uh, go and dig around there for.
1: Interesting, you know, they, at least they're giving people the option. You know, to slightly bypass yep. the 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 newsfeed algorithm, yep. it'll be interesting to see if brands kind of jump on that again to yep. try to outsmart that
0: the newsfeed algorithm. Oh, no, like when we used to say, "Oh, make sure you're getting the updates." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So great news uh, and great product innovations coming out from Facebook. Now, uh, Twitter, which is, you heard me earlier talk about how my students um, like it number two behind the Instagram, the Facebook property, Instagram, but Twitter uh, did not have as good uh, of a Q1 uh, that was on there. What happened with uh, Twitter earnings? Yeah, it was
1: really interesting to see what happened there. Um, they were scheduled to release their earnings after uh, the close yeah. uh, of the stock market, and um there was a a, a Twitter handle. Um, uh, this company, Celerity, um, actually used Twitter to leak their earnings, oh. and they claimed that the earnings were actually posted on the investor relations oh. site uh, on Twitter.com. Um, and uh, it, it was not a good session no. for Twitter. They were um, some of the details. On yeah, there. the 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 number of monthly active users. Um, rose eighteen percent.
0: I love um, I love that growing your user base by eighteen percent is not very good.
1: Well, <laughs> the the thing that people are concerned about was that it's a slowing growth.
0: Ah, right, the curve. Um, down, the
1: yep. the last period was twenty yep. percent. Uh, in, in the prior period, the company is struggling to to acquire more users and advertisers. Yep. And this is directly after, um, their CEO Dick Costello said that he was going to make this the priority, yeah. um, you know, for this quarter user and growth. user, it was yeah. user growth, making changes to the platform. Yeah. Um, and this was all in hopes to get people, you know, more people yeah. using the platform, getting more people returning to the platform. Yeah. Um, and you know, the data right now shows that, you know, they're, while they're still generating a lot of revenue, it's not what people are expecting. Yeah. Um, so you know, Twitter is kind of a uh, in an interesting period right yeah. now. Well, yeah. I think uh, what was it just a couple of days ago? They actually shook up their marketing head as well, and now he the their head of marketing I think is now reporting to the CFO.
0: Um, so big changes going yeah. on in Twitter. Yeah, it's it, it's funny. You know, I depend on it. I, I love going there for news. Gosh, if a if a current event breaks out, that's where I run to to see what people are saying. I, I, I follow it all the time. Um, I, 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 they're slowing growth. Uh, we covered Twitter last week in my DePaul class and, uh, one of the students in my class, she's very smart, very bright, very intelligent, always has amazing questions. And we were going through that. Do you remember that example of Kevin Durant when he goes to play flag oh, football? Yeah. 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 So we were, we were just talking about how it's changing communication and the way people interact and the fact that Kevin Durant can see a tweet and, uh, he's totally accessible to yeah, everyone. And he can come play flag football with your fraternity. And so we were going through it, and I was telling this story, and we had we stopped, and she asked this great question. She's like, so wait, why did he RT the blah, blah, blah? And it is still a very intimidating platform. Mm-hmm. My mom can get on Facebook and Facebook all day, which she does now that she's retired. She can get <laughs> she can get on there and do it uh, all, all day. It's just Twitter still feels hard. Yeah, hard. It shouldn't feel hard. It's great, but it just you – know, the amount of cards and pictures and embedded this, that, and the other they put in – it just it still gets hard let's compare those numbers the monthly active members rose 18 uh, percent in the latest quarter Facebook's uh, monthly active users uh, increased 13 percent but that was 13 percent on uh, about 1.44 billion so um, they're they're just not people just keep joining Facebook all the time and you think about a network the more people are out or on a network the more valuable it is and the harder it is to get anyone to leave mm-hmm. so it's...
1: And- it was interesting when i was in berlin i was asking you know some of our colleagues over there hey what kind of social platforms are you using and basically everyone said twitter is not used okay. non-existent yeah. you know facebook was Maybe it's still... german
0: words are like 85 <laughs> characters yes i did struggle <laughs> with that <laughs> yes. all love to my friends in germany I, I love that country very very much uh but yeah that that's interesting that they they're cutting it out there so
1: Speaking of speaking of Twitter and and some of the innovations that yeah. they had uh, in this last quarter, um, Periscope and Meerkat were were kind of the the focal points of the last quarter, um, and and people are people are using them in sports right now. Yeah,
0: using them in ways, gosh, you know the sports community loves Twitter. It's, it, you see hashtags on every single game, right? People are trying to do it, knowing that. Yeah, it's so much more fun to engage with a game. I, I love uh, when my team, m- my soccer team, plays engaging on Twitter with everyone. But there's kind of like this downside too, because how how fast and easy it is. And uh, this was particularly discovered during the uh, Floyd Mayweather Manny Pacquiao fight. I'm not I'm not a boxing person, <laughs> but you couldn't like avoid. You couldn't avoid it. <laughs> couldn't avoid, I heard like the, the winner got 180 million and the loser got 120 million. Yeah, it's just crazy, crazy amount, amount of, of money. money. <laughs> and then there was the the picture at the Las Vegas airport. Did you see that? Mm-mm. So the Las Vegas airport, they showed a uh, overhead picture of it, and there were so many private jets on the runway. They were, like, packed oh, in. Oh, right. It looked like my son's Hot Wheel collection. Right, right, right. They were right. all, like, kind of, like, packed <laughs> in all crazy and stuff. Um, this big deal. Anyways, what people were doing is that they would order that fight, which I think was, like, $100 bucks, um, in order to yeah. do, and then they were just live streaming the fight through their phone. Right. So live streams have been around forever, right? And you can usually, if you're – know the right dodgy places to go on the internet so I've heard you can you can find a, a place to, to stream it but there was a ton of people just holding up their phone uh pointing it at the tv and streaming streaming the fight and in nice short three-minute rounds it's a boxing I guess would be the type of sport to do that yeah um and there's just the kind of things that are on there it's personally not the way I want to watch something but gosh if, if you, were you were in a, a jam yeah <laughs> you just want to see like the last couple minutes of a game or the ninth right. inning or something like that there's things where, you know, people are kind of seeing how aggressive the different leagues are. And uh, people are saying, uh, speculating that Major League Baseball is, is kind of OK with it because there are so many games. This is speculation. There's so many games. There's people want to see it. But the NHL is kind of cracking down a lot on it and, and going to do it. So uh, the thing I wonder, Periscope and Meerkat got all the coverage because it's a great product. It's really, really easy to use. Um But I'm wondering if this is just more live streaming in general, like just the evidence. This is just more and more about how live streaming is going to be the thing. And we we all think it's going to be huge, uh, but we don't know how big it's going to be. And so I don't know um, what's going to be the next big thing, but the people who are going to decide that are, are probably teenagers. And uh, Pew Internet does a whole, whole group, a whole, whole great bit of research on here um, about what, what, what the kids are using these days. And uh, what, let's talk about some of the numbers uh, that Pew and Recode reported on uh, internet usage.
1: Yeah. So, um, so Pew released uh, new internet usage numbers for teenagers and, and how they use social media. Um, and you know, as kind of Ben mentioned uh, earlier on, teens are still using Facebook. They yeah. may not be using Facebook all the time, yeah. um, but they're definitely using it um, uh, compared to the other social media platforms. It, it dropped a little bit in this last quarter. So 77% of all teenagers that use the Internet um, are on Facebook, that has dropped now to 71%. so limited <laughs> all the way plummeted.
0: down to three quarters of the population. So,
1: you know, is 6%. Yeah. You know, decline is nothing to sneeze at. But when you compare that to some of the other platforms, yeah. um, Instagram is now at 52%. Yeah. Snapchat, 41%. That has been a pretty incredible growth story. I, I love
0: also how they separate out Facebook and Instagram. I, I still think that a lot of the general public is not aware... Right. It's the same company. Right. It's the you same know? company. Yeah. Um, Snapchat was at what? 41%. Yeah. Wow. Twitter, 33%. I do you use Snapchat. I, I, I think it's made me feel as old as Snapchat makes me feel. Old. Yeah, exactly. I got out my phone, it's cool, whatever. But,
1: uh. It's funny. My brother in law, he's like all about Snapchat. He's yeah. 10 years younger than me. Yeah. And um,
0: I just feel like I have nobody to snap with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's you, the weird could thing. Could everybody in the sound of a mid's voice please add him on Snapchat? <laughs> And uh, he will be your friend. <laughs> Yay! Um, Vine, twenty four percent. That's awesome. Um,
1: Tumblr, which I would think is widely used by yeah. teens, fourteen percent. I'm betting
0: so, this was self report. I bet they're on Tumblr and they don't even know it. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> like cause there's a lot of sites that. Well, I doing. feel that
1: Tumblr is kind of a. It's more of a niche platform that if you're in it, you're really in it. Yeah. Um. Yep. Versus some of the other platforms. Yep. Um. Some of the other the stats here. Um. A typical teen sends and receives at least 30 th- texts per day. Huh. Um, what is it? I wonder what it
0: is. I'm trying to figure out how many do I send a day. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, and then, nearly a quarter of all teenagers, 24%, use the internet almost constantly and more than <laughs> half of them... So,
0: the, the, say that again. The The... Use the internet almost, almost. constantly. It's <laughs> like a teenager I'm, term. Right? I'm
1: sure if, you, if, if there are parents out there with yeah. teenagers as kids, I'm sure that you will all agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then it says more than half of them are on multiple times per day. So yeah. I think it's just, it's so easy now with your phone, yep. laptops, tablets. Yeah. Um, it's so easy to be connected. You have to be connected yep. now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing, you know, after my, my students aren't teenagers, but they're just coming out of their teenage years. And the, the one thing that they, you know, I've learned just from studying is how they they, they are so actively avoiding ads. And it's funny because they, they separate in their heads ads and branded content very clearly. They don't mind if a, if a company does something cool and interesting and funny. They just hate the pop ups, the banners, mm. they, all the things like that. Uh, and there was a final story here, uh, something about the, the, the famous uh, extension ad blocker, which literally blocks ads from uh, your website. So you go on, you install this thing, uh, ad blocker extension. I have it blocking uh, various things on, on on my websites, and it just takes the banner ads out and it takes all and does all this. And it's funny. I think maybe about half my students knew about it and the other half were like, wait, wait what is this? And actually <laughs> uh, you know, taking down and writing a note. Uh, th- so they were doing that on there. Well, AdWeek just announced, AdWeek reporting, that they are developing a mobile ad blocker for iPhones uh, that will do the same thing. It will be a native browser. Hmm. Um, so interesting. You know, the Apple has hands in ad technology. Very scary if you're the likes of Google and, and those things that uh, Google, who depends on a lot of it, especially if it comes out uh, for the Android platform. So just something to to think about that the people don't want an ad. But they want funny content or at least my students do.
1: I wonder what Facebook would look like if uh, you installed that yeah and if if the ads would be blocked from the Facebook app
0: yeah it's it's fine i try I was convinced that Facebook app was killing the battery on my last phone so I uninstalled it and tried to go just pure mobile browser mfacebook.com and I hated it it just was, <laughs> it just wasn't as fast and so finally I was like okay I'll put it back on there so it just I you know is it gonna be a fast enough I almost wouldn't, if I were Facebook, not invest money in developing a really, really fast website just to keep people on that app and keep them showing the ads that go on there. Um, But, yeah, that's interesting. Well, that wraps it up for our show, As Seen on Internet, Episode 6. If you've enjoyed this, please go on to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. That really, really helps out the show. And make sure to check out our show notes where we will have links and commentary on all the great stories we talked about. So, signing off, I am Ben Foster. And with me, as always, is... Amit Wadera. And we'll see you next time, everybody. Thank you.